Dispatches from Ertz. If you could go to the Zinderfest party, he asked, carefully pronouncing each word. Yes, sir, that's right, said Ert, squeezing his cap a little more tightly. Do you realize something happened this Christmas that has never happened before in the history of the Department for Labeling Humans Naughty or Nice? Ert seemed to lose his voice. He just shook his head. What about you, Unc? Do you know? Marmel asked. Unc, too, shook his head. All right, then, I'll tell you. What happened this Christmas that has never happened before, I'll remind you, is that our department did not produce so much as a single naughty report. Oh, that. Yes, sir, I knew about that, Unc said. Isn't that wonderful? Ert added. Marmel straightened and shook his finger at them. Wonderful! How can it be wonderful that none of you brought me any naughty reports this Christmas? I can assure you, humans are every bit as naughty now as they were one hundred and seven Christmases ago when I became Santa's head labeling elf. So where have all the naughty reports gone? Unk took his iPad from his satchel. Sir, it's Santa's new guidelines. He tapped the screen a few times, then held it up so Marmel could see. Santa's Naughty or Nice Code, Section 47, Paragraph 24, Subparagraph 4. If someone who has ever believed in Santa has even one nice quality, they go onto the nice list, no matter how many naughty things they've done. This Christmas, he said as he slipped the iPad back into his satchel, I've found at least one nice thing about everyone who has ever believed in Santa. That's why there are no naughty reports. Marmel stared at Unc with an unwavering gaze, and spoke in a voice that was quieter, though no less threatening. I know all about the new guidelines. I can assure you, they are not the problem. The problem is that all of you have forgotten that Christmas is about separating the nice from the naughty. That's one way of looking at it, but, Unc began, and it's our department's job to do the separating. Marmel continued. So, if we put all the naughty humans on the nice list, we're not doing our jobs, and so none of us will have jobs to do. You should be careful, Unk blurted out. Don't forget what happened to the last head labeling elf. Don't be ridiculous. What happened to Skug could never happen to me. And why would you mention him in front of a trainee? Marmel snapped. I'm sorry, sir. You're right, I shouldn't have. Unk, what do you mean? Ert asked. Who's Skug? Unk glanced at the young trainee. I know you just started in the labeling department, Ert, but, well, around here we don't like to talk much about what happened to Skug. Ert tugged at Unk's sleeve. But what happened to him? Marmel glared at Unk, who stammered. Ah, it's better I not say any more about it than that, Ert. We shouldn't talk about such things with young elves like yourself. Telling you what happens to an elf who loses his Christmas spirit would only frighten you. That sounds positively awful, Ert said. Then he turned toward Marmel. Is it true, sir? Might you be losing your Christmas spirit? Marmel was about to comment on the absurdity of the question when Ert faded into nothingness. Then Unk did the same thing. Growing alarmed, Marmel looked at his desk. It, too, vanished. He soon discovered that everything he looked at disappeared, as if his vision had become a sort of dreadful eraser. 
Looking about and seeing more things vanish only made him more anxious, which in turn made him look about more quickly, with the result that he soon erased everything, and found himself standing in the middle of a great deal of nothing. Nor could he hear any of the usual sounds of the labelling department. They had all been replaced by the faint honking of car horns. He tried blinking, but that didn't help, so he closed his eyes and shook his head. When he opened his eyes, everything was as it had been before, including Unk and Ert, as easy to see as ever. Sir, said Ert's voice again, I said, I hope you don't lose your Christmas spirit. Didn't you hear me, sir? Oh, there you are, Marmel paused to mop the sweat off his forehead with his handkerchief. I can see you now. I mean, yes, of course, I heard you. You were standing right in front of me, so I could hear you. I could see you, too, the whole time, perfectly well. No, there is no danger that I'm losing my Christmas spirit. I have more...